RTHK, the news at one with Barry O'Rourke. The top stories the government is to consult the public on how to better regulate online crowdfunding activities. Deputy Chief Secretary Warner Chuck says increased penalties for littering and illegal shop extensions may come into effect next year. And a new mountain bike training ground opens near Moiwo. The Secretary for Financial Services and the Treasury, Christopher Hoy, says the government will consult the public on how to better regulate online crowdfunding activities in Hong Kong. Maggie Ho reports. Writing in his blog, Mr. Hoy said a three-month public consultation will be launched next week on the proposed legislation and relevant measures. The minister said authorities are considering setting up a designated body to handle, coordinate and supervise crowdfunding events. He said organisers of all such activities conducted in person or online for any purposes will have to make an application with the body and must fulfil requirements on transparency and accountability. The Transport Department says the cycle track and pedestrian footpath on the Chungkwano Cross Bay Link have been closed due to strong winds. The department has called on people to use other means to travel to Lohas Park and Chukeng Leng. The bridge, opened last week, is the first in Hong Kong to accommodate cars, cyclists and pedestrians. Authorities had stipulated that the cycle track and footpath would be closed when wind speeds exceed 40 kilometres per hour. Deputy Chief Secretary Warner Chuck says penalties for illegal shop extensions are not cumulative in the sense that fines are higher for repeat offences. The government has proposed doubling the fines for littering to $3,000 and the penalties for illegal shop extensions and depositing construction waste unlawfully to $6,000. Shops can be fined multiple times in one day. Speaking to reporters, Mr Chuck said the government would consider setting up a cumulative penalty system for illegal shop extensions and that this would require a data system which may need more time and cost to execute. He said the situation had already improved after officers strengthened law enforcement and that the higher penalties would help to further improve the environment. Our current proposal of fining $6,000 for each contravention of that particular offence carries some deterrent effect. If they repeat the offence on the same day, they can get not just one fixed penalty, but several fixed penalties. So the cause of non-compliance can be very high. A new mountain bike training ground has opened near Moi Wo as part of an expansion of mountain bike trail networks in the area. The expansion has created the longest mountain bike trail network in Hong Kong. Mountain bike drill specialist Lim Hui Min says the new trails will help promote mountain biking in Hong Kong. I think these venues will trigger a whole range of uh, supporting industries. This includes all the coaching setup, the bike rentals, the, the bike logistics and stuff, and this will complement the next level of uh, mountain biking growth in Hong Kong. 1,500 fish of 100 species have perished after a massive aquarium in Berlin burst, sending its contents, including a million litres of water, into a hotel lobby and out into a busy street. Glass shards injured two people when the tank in a hotel and leisure complex exploded. The BBC's Jenny Hill sent this report from the hotel. This water forced open the front doors of the hotel. They're hanging off their hinges, glass completely gone. And there is, I think, a huge sense of relief here that this didn't happen a bit later in the day because, you know, a couple of hours later, that lobby, the street outside, would have been full of Christmas visitors to Berlin and many of them would have been children coming to look at the aquarium. 
A website offering digital trading cards showing Donald Trump in guises such as a superhero, an astronaut and racing driver says the items have already sold out. Mr Trump promoted the cards on Thursday saying they could make great Christmas gifts. Sources say there were 45,000 of the cards, selling for $99 each. The launch drew criticism and mockery, including from Republicans. And now to the weather forecast. It'll be cold and cloudy with a few rain patches. Temperatures will hover around 12 degrees, becoming brighter and drier this afternoon. There'll be fresh to strong northerly winds, occasionally up to gale force on high ground and offshore. And the outlook is temperatures that will fall to about 8 or 9 degrees in town tomorrow and on Monday, and a few degrees lower in the new territories. Currently at the observatory, the temperature is 13 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is at 57%. Please be advised the cold weather warning and the strong monsoon signal are currently in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time is almost five minutes past one. Buckingham Palace says a former royal aide who had repeatedly asked a black British charity boss where she had really come from during a reception last month has said sorry to her in person. A statement said Lady Susan Hussey offered sincere apologies for her comments. Here's the BBC's Sean Coughlin. The comments by Lady Susan Hussey have been seen as suggesting that the black UK-born charity founder and Gozi Falani was not really British. Today the two women met at Buckingham Palace, where Lady Hussey apologised for the comments and the distress that they caused. In a joint statement, Ms Falani said she accepted the apology and recognised that no malice had been intended. Lady Hussey, godmother to Prince William, stepped down from her honorary palace role in the wake of the controversy. The United Nations, the European Union and a media rights group have joined the chorus of criticism of Twitter's billionaire new owner Elon Musk after he closed the accounts of several journalists who covered stories about him. Steve Herman is the Voice of America's chief national correspondent whose account is one of those suspended. I'm told, according to the pop-up on my Twitter account, that I am, quote, permanently suspended, unquote. One of my final tweets yesterday was uh, a retweet of a Elon Musk tweet from back in late April of this year when he said he hopes his uh, fiercest critics uh, stay on uh, Twitter because it is a platform for free speech. So make of that what Reporters Without Borders denounced what it called Mr Musk's caprices while the EU warned it would sanction him. Sports is dominated this weekend by the World Cup final in Qatar. Here's the BBC's Maz Faruqi with a preview. It's the final that the owners of Paris Saint-Germain, that the organisers at this tournament here out in Qatar all wanted, the Paris Saint-Germain superstars playing off against each other in the final. And Argentina's captain Lionel Messi and the France superstar, and he's been looking really impressive in front of goal, hasn't he, this tournament, killing Mbappe. And the narrative of this entire World Cup has, of course, been about Lionel Messi and this probably being his last chance at lifting a world title, the one trophy that's eluded him in a glittering career. He finally lifted silverware with Argentina with a Copa America over the last 12 months or so. But this is the one trophy that he hasn't won, and this is the one that the thousands and thousands of Argentina fans who have travelled out here to watch and player hoping he will win but standing in the way of course is Kylian Mbappe and France as the defending champions from Russia four years ago and ahead of that match on Sunday at the Lucille Stadium Morocco have the chance to become the first Arabic and African team to finish third at a FIFA Men's World Cup they play Croatia in the third fourth playoff at the Khalifa International Stadium 
The president of football's governing body has described the World Cup in Qatar as the best ever. Gianni Infantino told reporters that FIFA had kept away political messaging to give fans what he called a little moment of pleasure and joy. The World Cup has been a, a really incredible success, yes, uh, on all fronts. The behaviour, the joyful atmosphere, uh, the bringing people together, uh, fans coming from abroad, uh, meeting uh, uh, the Arab world, some incredibly competitive games. Uh, Ned Kelly's Last Stand, an Australian-themed pub where live music has been played for decades, is marking its 50th anniversary. Anne-Marie Evans reports. Ned Kelly's opened its doors in Chimsachoy in December 1972 and began temporarily as a sports bar, playing cine films of boxing bouts from a projector from the bar. But the pub's owner, Tom Parker, himself a former Australian entertainer, soon changed the concept to a music bar, which has played a mix of live Dixieland jazz and musical entertainment for the past six decades and had at least four permanent bands. In the early years, the bar had to contend with brawling Danish seamen, but these days the audience is often young Hong Kongers. Famous musicians and singers have often gone for a jam session at the bar after their concerts and have included Rosemary Clooney, Matt Monroe and Winifred Atkins. Ned Kelly's is named after a 19th century Australian outlaw who was executed by hanging. <laughs> And now to end the news, the top stories once again. The government is to consult the public on how to better regulate online crowdfunding activities. Deputy Chief Secretary Warner Chook says increased penalties for littering and illegal shop extensions may come into effect as early as next year. And a new mountain bike training ground opens near Moiwo. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. Live across Hong Kong, this is Radio 3. Happy birthday, Ned Kelly's, and Merry Christmas, Miss Howe.
Feliz Navidad, próspero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. One of the most famous Christmas songs of all time. We're playing that for Miss Al. Merry Christmas to you. But we are not playing three hours of straight Christmas songs. Oh, no, we couldn't possibly do that. One or two other requests to get through as well. I did mention you 2 earlier, so I ought to play something from them as well. From 2005. Song written for Hong Kong, perhaps? Nah, that's a bit cliché. 